This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. Campaign intensifies. Get your family, get your neighbors, and get out and vote. With three weeks to go. This is the most important election of our lifetime. Vaccine trials stopped. These clinical trial pauses are not uncommon. Questioning the nominee. Americans of all backgrounds deserve an independent Supreme Court. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, President Trump on the attack, back on the campaign trail after his battle with the coronavirus, rallying supporters in Florida with Election Day three weeks away. Here's CBS's Ben Tracy. I feel so powerful. After 11 days off the campaign trail to recover from the virus, President Trump was very much back in his element. I'll walk in there, I'll kiss everyone in that audience. Everybody, I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Mr. Trump appeared to have plenty of energy. I'm in such great shape. The crowd was packed in shoulder to shoulder, most of them not wearing masks. Dr. Anthony Fauci says with COVID cases quickly rising across the country, these rallies just make no sense. We know that that is asking for trouble when you do that. That's Donald Trump's presidency. 215,000 dead because of COVID. Joe Biden campaigned in Ohio Monday, talking to union workers who remain socially distanced in their car. His reckless personal conduct since his diagnosis has been unconscionable. The longer Donald Trump is president, the more reckless he seems to get. The top elections official in California has ordered Republicans to remove unofficial ballot drop boxes from churches, gun shops, gas stations, and other locations. But GOP leaders have refused. Democrat Alex Padilla is California's secretary of state. Political parties and campaigns can engage in get-out-the-vote efforts, but they cannot violate state law. Republicans say that law is vague and allows them to collect ballots. Now to Georgia, where early voting began yesterday, and in many places the lines were long. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Atlanta. With so much on the line, voters stood in line for hours. The first day, Georgians could. This line is long. At Georgia's largest polling place, a three-hour line stretched through Atlanta's NBA arena. But 80-year-old Linda Williams 
waited. They only had five machines to accommodate 1,000 people. I wasn't frustrated. I didn't get anxious, and I committed to the process. Ten million Americans have already voted the most ever this early. Control of the U.S. Senate is also up for grabs on Election Day. In Kentucky, it was debate night, a crucial opportunity for the woman challenging Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. Amy McGrath, a retired Marine combat pilot, took aim at the federal pandemic response. His one job is to help America through this crisis right now in passing legislation to keep our economy afloat so that people can make ends meet. And instead of doing that, he is trying to ram through a Supreme Court nominee right now. McConnell blamed Democrats for the impasse. Yeah, we've been negotiating, trying to put something reasonable together that actually attacks the problem. We couldn't get a single Democrat to vote for it. Senators weighing the Supreme Court nomination of Amy Coney Barrett will get a chance to question the appeals court judge today. CBS's Nancy Cordes on Capitol Hill. Today's endurance test will pit Judge Barrett against 10 Senate Democrats. They plan to focus on the roughly 20 million Americans who could lose coverage if a 6-3 to three Supreme Court overturns Obamacare. For years, Barrett put off going to the doctor because he was, like many Americans, afraid he could not afford it. But when the Affordable Care Act was passed, he finally got the coverage he could afford. The committee's 12 Republicans will be far friendlier. I think you're a great choice by the president. Yesterday, they praised Barrett's resume, her temperament, and her conservative judicial philosophy. You are a brilliant jurist and a constitutional law expert. A major drug company has put the brakes on its COVID-19 vaccine trial. CBS's Steve Futterman. Johnson & Johnson announced a halt in its Phase 3 trial because of an unexpected illness. Causes usually occur when what's defined as a serious adverse event occurs, usually something that requires hospitalization. Dr. William Schaffner is with the Vanderbilt Medical Center. He says the unexplained illness will now be investigated. It's possible it may have nothing to do with the vaccine. We don't know what sort of event it was or whether the volunteer had received a placebo or the vaccine. Johnson & Johnson is not giving specific details of what took place except to say it involves one participant. And Pfizer has modified the protocol for its late-stage vaccine study to include more young participants. A new study in The Lancet documents the first case in the U.S. of a COVID-19 reinfection. A 25-year-old Nevada man who got the virus twice within 48 days, the second time more severe with hospitalization needed. CBS's Dr. David Agus. Immunity varies. Some people can have immunity that can be more long-lasting, others relatively short on the period of a month or two. The case is the fifth known reinfection worldwide. Well, the latest polls give Joe Biden the edge in Michigan, one of the key battleground states. CBS's Janet Chamlian went there to talk with voters. Both campaigns are pushing hard to rally their base. The president won Michigan by fewer than 11,000 votes in 2016, the smallest margin of victory in any state. He made promises and delivers. Many of his supporters remain enthusiastic. You're going to put a dab of hot glue? Jackie Hines teaches a flower arranging class in the small community of Cedar Springs. Her decision to vote for President Trump is based on a single issue. Pro-life, pretty much it. The recent news about an alleged plot to kidnap Michigan's governor has shocked voters like Regina Manning, who blames the president's rhetoric for emboldening such groups. He's making it easier for people to show their true color. It may be Michiganders like Sally and Ron Plume who helped decide it. They've already voted. Is this the first time you voted Democrat? Yes. Why? 
I need somebody that has a little compassion. He's denying that COVID even really exists. He says it's no more than a flu. He doesn't show vision, and he lies like a rug. What's rare? Voters still thinking it over. I don't like the things that Donald Trump has to say about women, about minorities, but I think he is appropriate to lead an economy and grow. He's a businessman. Roberta McCain was a political force in her own way. The mother of the late Senator John McCain has died at 108. She helped her son's 2008 presidential effort, showing up at some campaign stops to help him joke about his age. A school district in central Florida reports a troubling trend for online learners. Here's CBS's Peter King. Volusia County school officials say hundreds of students learning at home are doing poorly. Board Chair Carl Persis. Two-thirds of the students at the high school and middle school levels had at least one course where they received a D or an F. Now the district wants those students back in the classroom. Teachers Union President Elizabeth Albert says with no room for social distancing. Literally in in some cases, inches apart. It's too dangerous for students and teachers. The district says it's trying to be flexible, but wants kids back on track. We want every child to be successful. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. A Minnesota teacher had the winner at a big pumpkin fest in the California Bay Area with one that weighed in at 2,350 pounds. He drove 35 hours to get it there. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. 
It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.